three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter, and I'm here with Colin. Colin, how you doing, sir? I'm good. How are you, Hunter? I'm good, man. Uh, Happy holidays. Uh, Happy holidays to all of you listening, by the way. Uh, We're going to have our first... uh, We're going to have a couple uh, Christmas reviews up here over the next couple weeks. Going to have a review up for... Uh, the original Grinch, because I'm a huge fan of uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Going to have a review up for Die Hard, which, hell yeah, I'm excited to review Best Die Christmas Hard. Movie. I, I fucking love Die Hard. Yeah, Lethal Weapon takes place during Christmas, the uh, original. So I'm going to watch watch a little Lethal Weapon here this week. And uh, we'll have a review up as well for Muppet Christmas Carol, because I love the Muppet Christmas Carol. So... Uh, yeah, so we'll have some uh, Christmas reviews up for you guys here soon, uh, as well as, of course, this week for Rise of Skywalker. That's kind of a, you know, that that's kind of a big deal, you know, some people want, <laughs> want us to talk about that. But what we're talking about today is one of the biggest surprise movie uh, sequels, some of the biggest surprise movies in the last decade, which is uh, Jumanji The Next Level, uh, which... Of course, stars our fa- everyone's favorite actor, Dwayne Johnson, who, can we just talk about the fact that Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, is, like, the highest paid movie star right now, and he was wrestling, what, how long ago? <laughs> Feels like, like a long time ago, like a whole lifetime ago. It, it does feel like a lifetime ago, but when you think about the fact that, you know, The Rock was really full-time wrestling to like, 2003... I mean, not even 20 years later, he's reached this level of stardom in Hollywood. I mean, I gotta give him credit for banking on, you know, for betting on himself, because a lot of people laughed when he was like, you know, I'm done wrestling. You know, he, uh, of course, was the Scorpion King in The Mummy Returns, and that CG does not age well, by the way. Uh, It wasn't even good back then. I remember even watching it going like, eek, okay, (laughs) but it looks even worse now, somehow. And then, you know, of course, he did uh, The Scorpion King, which actually made money, which I was shocked to learn. But I like the rundown. You know, dude, I love the rundown. I think that was the With first Sean time Scott. I went, okay, maybe he can, like, maybe this is this, he, this guy could be something. But he's become one of the biggest, he's become one of the biggest action stars uh, uh, in the world. And it's really crazy just how... Uh, um, how good and consistent his movies have been as far as making money um we didn't review the first jumanji i remember we both liked it though that's i mean that'd be fair to say right you were a fan of it yeah i i uh, i do like the first jumanji um i think you know it, it wasn't like anything like overly special or anything but it was like a fun um popcorn flick type movie so i i you know i enjoyed it i, I thought all the actors were funny and had good chemistry yeah, and, and I think in this one, too, because this is a sequel, so this is not, for me, as much fun as the first one. I'd probably give the first one, like, a like a B plus, probably, maybe an A-. minus. So, I mean, I but the fact that I just didn't leave the theater irritated, with the exception of one part that we, that we will get 
that we will get to that made me go, okay, movie, out loud. Uh, this I, I had fun with this. So, quick story time before we uh, before we jump in the actual review here. So, we go see it in IMAX, because that was the only screening. That was kind of earlier in the evening. You know, Colin's a new dad. He needs to sleep. Or as much of it as you can get. So. Yeah, yeah. Can't, can't be up till midnight. That'll be yeah, bad exactly. for everybody. Yeah, yeah fair, no, fair enough. <laughs> so we saw the movie like at 7.30. And I will say too, the amount of previews they show. Like, as often as I'm at the theater, you'd think I'd be used to it by now. But they show so many freaking previews. It's like, okay. I will say, we saw the preview for the new Bond. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, no time. Uh, yeah, and... Who seen that on the IMAX screen? I think we're seeing that in IMAX in April when it yeah, comes out. Good. That and Top Gun Maverick. That was a pretty good trailer too. Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't know. I'm getting more. I actually hype liked for Top the Gun. um. I liked the Wonder Woman in the '80s trailer. That was actually that yeah, was the Wonder first Wonder time 4. I saw that. And yeah. Um, it, it you know the IMAX I think makes everything a little better. Let's be honest when you're watching these oh, big trailers. Um, but with the music. Um, like the 80s music remixed in the background. I'll, I'll, I probably like the trailer way more than I'm going to end up liking the movie, but <laughs> I was like, that was a pretty badass trailer. I'm not going to lie. No, and I will give it, it like, like I said, I, I will get, um, I reviewed the uh, Wonder Woman 84 trailer, which you should go listen to. I really broke down a surprising amount of stuff in that two minute clip, but I, I actually really enjoyed the trailer. Seeing it on the big screen, I did go, all right, this could be. I uh, I gave uh, the first Wonder Woman, of course, a fan fucking tastic. I think that's a little high. Probably should have gone A, but you know, what are you gonna do? I'm excited for Wonder Woman '84 though. But um, Colin got to kind of see me in an awkward situation. I mean, not awkward, but I ran to uh, an ex. Oh, we're telling this story, movie. nice. <laughs> oh yeah, we're to- oh yeah, we're totally telling the story. Why not? So basically, uh, y- you guys have heard my lovely girlfriend Alea on the podcast. When I first met her, I was seeing this other girl whose name I won't mention because, you know, potential slander. But I but uh, but I was seeing this other girl at the time, and she was kind of dating around, just like, hey, this is casual. I hope that's fine. I'm like, okay, whatever. So, of course, I end up, see, uh, you know, dating Alea, and I'm insanely grateful for that. I love you. Um, but see, I hadn't seen this this girl I was seeing since then. Uh, as you know, we saw her a couple months ago when we went and saw Ad Astra, and I kind of thought it was her. I was kind of like, wait, is that her? And I remember uh, your lovely wife uh, ended up running to the restroom. <laughs> uh, Nikki, we end up, she ended up running to the restroom. I remember Ian saying, like, hey, can we go? Can we go outside? Because I just really didn't want to have that awkward interaction. So, so uh, I dodged it. I dodged one bullet. Wasn't able to dodge this one. Because she's with a uh, she's with this guy who used to work uh, who I used to work with, um, who I'm not a fan of by the way. But they go ahead and just basically shove by. He's like, "Excuse me, excuse me," and kind of just pushes his way through. She was uncomfortable as hell. She didn't even glance my direction. And so later on in the evening, at some point in the movie, it would have been it would have made it would have made more sense for her to just walk back through the aisle, but she legit walked down the stairs and looped all the way around the theater <laughs> to just avoid being in my presence, which, I'm not gonna lie, Colin, kind of warmed my heart a little bit. 
I was like, and uh, and you know how when you, if you see an ex and I don't know they have like a big giant like pimple or something like that or they got fat and you're like oh I made the right decision <laughs> like like dude I'm sure you've seen like exes and you look at N- Nikki and you're like oh man it's such a great call like I totally like you know you, I do like, yeah, you know. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I had that feeling. Like, I, I was looking at Leia, and I was just like, man, I so made the right decision. So, uh, yeah, that was part of the fun <laughs> of the movie. Also, there is this one line in the movie that we'll get to that I laughed at so hard. Oh, God. And that, and that no one, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. And no one else did, and it was just amazing. <laughs> so, so, I... So the plot on this is really, if there is a complaint that you can throw out this movie, it's very much a video game movie in a sense of the plot is razor thin. There's really not a whole lot to it. Basically, the um, uh, oh my gosh, I'm truly blanking on the actual kid's name. Uh, uh Spencer, uh, who's played by Alex Wolf, who I really liked in the first one. He's just kind of his life just kind of gone to shit. He's living in uh, New York. I want to say yeah, yeah. New he's York. going to NYU. Yeah, and he's just having, he's having a real bad college experience, to put it mildly. Works uh, at a convenience store. Yeah, where the guy is just a dick, might I add. Like, he's on his phone, uh, like, texting, which I know, admittedly, you shouldn't be doing at work. But he, it's like Christmas Eve. I'm like, dude, like, let him check out with his family. And, the, and he even asks him, you know, oh, I'm sorry, is it tonight? Like, why are you texting right now? I'm like, God damn, dude. Like, fucking chill, <laughs> chill a little bit. But he ends up going to this bus station, breaks his breaks the hand off of his suitcase in the snow. Like, he's just having the worst time. But then he's uh, he's dating uh, uh, Martha. Martha is her name, who's played by Morgan Turner, who I thought was just cute as a button. And I think a big thing about this movie that does work is that even when Spencer and Martha, their avatars aren't on the screen you do see that chemistry still that carried over from the first movie. But Spencer is having that early 20s, you know, slash midlife crisis. I feel like mine's right around the corner. But uh, but but where he's just having such a shit time, he doesn't even want to talk to anybody. And I don't know if you felt like this. Did it feel like somewhat of a commentary on social media to you, this movie, a little bit? Um, how so? I guess I didn't, so, I didn't see that too much. So, so the reason I bring that up is because Spencer even tells more, uh, Martha and Fridge. I, I love that nickname, by the way. That should be my new nickname, yeah, Fridge. Like I'm going to start calling you Fridge. All right. Hell yeah. <laughs> so I'm so about that. Hunter, Cat, and Fridge. Okay. <laughs> Perfect nicknames. But, uh, but Spencer even tells Martha and Fridge and uh, Bethany, the, uh, his, uh, his three best friends, that, hey, you know, I wasn't really comfortable reaching out to you guys at points because I saw how happy you were in your lives. Oh, okay, you know, yeah, okay, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And I did kind of go, you know, like, social media, and I'm not going to go off on a giant, you know, like, oh, it's the worst, but social media, while it gives everyone a voice, and, you know, it, which is a great thing. I mean, you think about, like, the Me Too movement and just political aspects and all that, how we're able to connect with people and lift them up. We're also very easy. It's a very easy thing to tear people down <laughs> on social media without, you know, doing it face-to-face. So I, I appreciated that that little point that the movie made. Uh, speaking of tearing people down on social media, it's funny. I 
uh, posted something to our uh, Real Pineapple Facebook page, you know, and you know Facebook, you can like boost the post or whatever. So I had I had a review. Uh, I put I boosted our review uh, of like one of our films, and this guy like wrote a message me. He was like, "Fuck you and the Real Pineapple." I was like, "Wow." <laughs> I was like, what a dick. Like, like, I was like, dude, okay, if you don't want to see the post, that's fine. Well, just that's, ignore that's it. That's how you know you're, you're making it big time once you just have, like, random trolls. Yeah, oh, dude, I, yeah, I mean, hey, I thought it was only exclusive to Tyler Perry fans, apparently. <laughs> apparently not. But I appreciate that little social commentary on social media. Outside of that, though, this is a video game movie bears of bones because the the villain in this gun in my head i couldn't tell you what his name <laughs> name what his name was i think the villain has maybe 10 lines of dialogue if i'm being generous um karen gillen because uh, she plays martha's avatar and uh you know she's ruby again and i gotta say dude uh karen gillen i have made um I've made no qualms about the fact that I'm uh, half in love with her. I think she's just fantastic. Um, of course, the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movies uh, notwithstanding. She's a pretty big badass in this movie. But, I I mean, you know, her, next, her name's Ruby, Ruby Roundhouse. I mean, what else could you possibly want? But they, they do lean more into the martial arts aspect of her character, which I thought led to some pretty cool... Uh, some pretty cool fight scenes. I will say too, dude. We I think we brought this up. The CG in this movie did it just look rougher to you this time around? Uh, it definitely at parts. You know, there's scenes that it was like, okay, that was that was fine. But you know, IMAX also doesn't hide anything. Like you know, if if there's some rough edges, like IMAX is going to be the place where you're going to be able to notice them. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's definitely certain parts where it's like. Mm, Maybe got a little lackadaisical on the special effects here because you know that most people are not really going to care. Yeah, I thought that was just, I thought that was so freaking. There, there's a scene in particular where uh, Dr. Smolder uh, Bravestone, of course, Dwayne Johnson's character, he's like beating up all these guys and they just, it looks like PS2 graphics at a point. I was like, okay, where he's like clothesline people, throwing them through walls and shit. But, but Spencer comes home. Uh, Spencer comes home from NYU. I think it's uh, it'd be for like winter break. He he runs back into his grandpa, uh, Grandpa Eddie, played by Danny DeVito, and I the love the fact that Danny DeVito is in here basically playing Frank Reynolds. Yeah. I mean they don't <laughs> like you, you don't get a toe knife reference. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's like a slightly <laughs> more wholesome uh, Frank Reynolds, like New York Frank. Yeah, I mean it's very much that, and it. it oh my god, it's so funny though. But what? Uh, but Grandpa Eddie, he had just had a hip surgery, and there's some good physical comedy actually with Grandpa Eddie and his hip, which I, I mean, you know, like like pratfall stuff, but it had me laughing though. But uh, Grandpa Eddie uh, Spencer, Martha, and then Fridge all get sucked into the game. Again, Spencer. Uh, so I remember at the end of the first movie, they like dispose of the game, like they like locked it up. If memory serves, well, they break it. it oh, that's right. They, yeah, they broke it. Thank you. So it's like broken and, into a bunch of pieces, but it turns out that Spencer actually went back and collected the pieces and saved it. Yeah, which I gotta be honest, dude. I, I, for a plot, for the plot, it kind, it really made me hate Spencer. 
Because I was just like, dude, you selfish fucker. Like, what were you thinking? But Oh, yeah. His Spencer expl- is a total piece of shit in this movie. Yeah. Like, like he, he actually... I was getting more Scott Pilgrim vibes from him. You know what I mean? Where <laughs> you're just like, why, like, why are you just such a selfish asshole? Yeah, and I, I was like getting... super angsty. Like, woe is me. My girlfriend looks like she's so happy. So I'm miserable. Like, he was so... He was pretty pathetic. But, like... You know, I'm sure I'm sure it's relatable to like a lot of like young people that are, you know, leave, having a long distance relationship. I'm sure it's, you know, there's lots of potholes that you can fall into. So it, it laid that out pretty well. But yeah, he's a selfish prick in this for like going back in and making everybody like have to go save him. Very selfish. Spencer. Not cool, bro. And, 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 and as someone who's done long distance, like I yeah i it, it's it's not easy seeing the other person you know living without you but at the same time i wouldn't drag myself into a a video game that could kill me to go ahead and you know but i i did appreciate the fact that while spitzer is a selfish piece of shit it is for a reason i think you hit the nail on the head that a lot of people you know going through the call experience will go oh yeah like that that does actually make sense yeah like Um, i don't you know you can't blame him for wanting to be the rock again like who like once you're the rock like you get you know you want to mainline that into your veins like like, (laughs) i mean that's how how can you go from being the rock back to being spencer i mean it, it, it it's it's a believable plot uh line you know it makes sense that he would be like hey i don't know if i really want to you know fully get rid of this game you know like you know i'm just gonna have a little stash of this drug just in case i need it and then like once things get really hard he's like okay i need that drug yeah no and i think that's fair now i know you say that uh grandpa eddie was your favorite part i think i have to slightly amend uh what you're saying there i thought my favorite my favorite part was grandpa eddie and milo played by danny glover who I gotta say, man, I guess we are talking about his acting because he's getting too old for shit. <laughs> Danny Glo- like, I love Danny Glover, but he's he's starting to look like a melted milk dud. You know? <laughs> like he's, but Danny Glover's gotta be what? He's gotta be almost 80? Is I'm he 80 say. now? I mean, it sounds right. Oh my gosh. Oh, 46. Oh my god, I can't do math. 46. Oh my god, yeah, 73. He's okay. born July 22nd, 1946. A little, a little bit before. Maybe. A little off, but but I gotta be honest, man. If I met Dan Glover tomorrow, I would lose my mind. Like I, I'm just such a huge fan of his. Yeah. Uh, he's actually in a movie that might be on my best of list uh, this year, uh, The Last Black Man, San Francisco. He's amazing in that, and um, we haven't reviewed this together, but we should. <laughs> what is Badass um, Two Badasses? With oh, Danny so that's Trejo. that. F- <laughs> That's that film series that Danny Trejo does where it's like he's old, but they just throw him to a random like town and he kills a bunch of people. <laughs> You're never too old to kick ass. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We I sh- think I need to watch re- that. <laughs> we should review that. But we haven't reviewed it together, but I loved him in uh, The Old Man and the Gun. Yeah. I thought he was great in that. Mm-hmm. I was so happy to see Danny Glover again. And the best chemistry in this movie for me is between Grandpa Eddie and Milo, which... I don't know what that says about everyone else, but uh, I thought their chemistry, even when they're not in the game, just initially talking to each other, Milo comes over and just talking to Grandpa Eddie, and Grandpa Eddie is 
treating him basically like someone selling Watchtower. He's just like, go away. <laughs> like, I don't want to talk to you. And that that kind of, it, it made me want to see them do a, a grumpier, grumpier uh, old men like remake. <laughs> like, I'd watch that. Dave, Dave DeVito. Oh, 100%. And, <laughs> yeah, I would watch that. Right? So they get sucked into the game. And, okay. This is where it kind of starts to get a little iffy, I'll say. So, you get Grandpa Eddie and Milo in the game. So, uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, he's doing a Danny DeVito impression, basically. Mm -hmm. He's basically, because he's Grandpa Eddie, and then Kevin Hart, who, if you guys have listened to the podcast for any length of time, no, I am not a fan of Kevin Hart in damn near anything. So. I, I he's he's very hit and miss. I, night school alone, just in Soul Plane. I yeah, whatever. Anyways, but but uh, Mouse Finbar, that's uh, Kevin Hart. He's doing an impression of Dan Glover's Milo, and I gotta say, dude, comedically, and I know some people might go, "What the actual fuck?" It's one of my favorite comedic performances all year between the two of them. Like they're riffing because The Rock has to do an impression of Dan DeVito. Doing playing this character, and then Kevin Hart has to do an impression of of Danny Glover's character, and the amount of comedic timing they're able to get from each other, as far as keeping their banter up, I think this is one of those times you have to give The Rock credit. I think The Rock, um, sorry, Twain Johnson, he's earned at this point. I really do think that people underestimate him and, and don't give him enough credit for being a, a, an actor. I know he's been typically, you know, giving people rock bottoms and hitting people chairs and slugging people in most of his movies. But this is a great comedic performance by, by Dwayne Johnson. And this is probably the most range he's had to show, if we're being completely honest, because he's doing the, he's even got the whining down, like, He's like, yeah, like he's like, I went ahead and I retook my my driving test. Yes, like he's doing this. That's a horrible impression, but he, but but he really is committing to the bit, and I really appreciate that, uh, especially for someone who's not a trained you know comedian. Uh, kind of your thoughts on uh, on their performance? Yeah, I didn't love it. <laughs> it it's it, like it. everything. Yeah, everything you're saying is um, like. That's not my problem with it. My problem is like the direction that the writing chose to go for this movie, which was to once they got into the game, they basically like were like, "Hey, remember everything you liked about the first one? That's all gone now." Like now, The Rock, um, Kevin Hart, um, Karen Gillan. Well, I guess she's the same character, but Jack Black is now Fridge. So like everybody changes, and like Jack Black is funny doing Fridge. Dwayne Johnson is yes he like, is. Dwayne Johnson is funny doing Eddie, and Kevin Hart is funny doing <clears throat> um, Milo. Like they're all, they're all funny. Like it's all good, but it this is where the movie just kind of lost me because I kind of okay. did like the characters I was used to. So now it's changing it up for me. Um, you know, The Rock is everybody's different now. Um, and it creates this um, precedent that the movie takes even further later on where it's like, we can do whatever the fuck we want. Like, we can um, all of a sudden switch uh, Martha and Fridge. Like, now Fridge is Karen Gillan. And, I was like, and there's some comedic elements to that as well. But the fact that, like, you know, nobody's 
nobody's character is safe until finally near the end, which we'll get to, um, they all switch back to how they were in the first one. And that's where the movie kind of got me again. But then there's a big part that loses me. <laughs> and it involves who Milo becomes. Yeah. Um, and w- but, um, yeah, as, as, as far as, like, it was enjoyable, this is, like, once they're in the video game, and just to comment on the start, like, I really liked the start. I liked how they were, you know, they were, they're heading with the plot. They really made Spencer <coughs> kind of like a, you know, like a not good character he's but he's kind of the main character but he's so flawed he's kind of a piece of shit um you know he doesn't text any of his friends he's really woe is me like i just want to go be by myself and become the rock again but his friends who are way better people and are looking out for him are like we got to pull spencer out of this funk like i liked that aspect of like friends lifting up their friends and keeping everybody good but like once they get into the uh, the game, then it's just like scene after scene of just like a bunch of shtick, a bunch of like crazy like ostriches in the middle of the desert chasing people on ATVs because fuck it, like why not? Like we're just making it up <laughs> as we go along at this point. <laughs> like, there was really no <coughs> like they could have said like the hint like the the bad guy was controlling the ostriches or something, but they couldn't even do that. Yeah, that part like, was just like, are you ready for some random-ass shit for the next hour and a half? Because here we <laughs> fucking go. So I was, yeah. like, I was like, okay, that's fine. I'm kind of in the mood for that, so let's go. Um, and then watching it with you, all of these movies were like some of the stuff that like I maybe not would think like not laugh out loud funny like you're dying <laughs> next to me like laughing so hard <laughs> and i won't ruin the the nick jonas joke that you, i know you want to talk about later yeah but, please. but like just all those jokes like uh you know kevin hart and dwayne johnson going back and forth like that was funny i i liked it better when it was actually danny devito and danny glover but um yeah them doing their impression like you said they're doing a good job at it I can't knock that. I just like, I was like, oh, I liked the characters I knew. You know, I'm getting old. I don't like change. <laughs> so that coupled with the randomness of ostriches and the ATVs, I was like, okay, the movie started to lose me a little bit once we got rolling. So I will say that the, the CG on the ostriches is, it, it's like Crash Bandicoot, man. Like, honestly, like, they might have looked better in Donkey Kong Country if we want to go back that far. <laughs> like... Like, it was, yeah, it was like the ostriches in Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, and actually, those ones probably had more facial expressions. <laughs> like, it's just it does lead though to a really great bit where they try to jump. They they pull a a, a, a Homer uh, in that uh, Bart the Daredevil episode where he's trying to jump the canyon. <laughs> like they try mm-hmm. to jump, they try to jump the ATV and uh, Doc uh, and Doctor Braystone's like we're gonna make it, and they they fall like. <laughs> it is video game logic because they hit the edge of the cliff and they all should have died. Like actually, now I think about it, how did that how did that cost them life? Considering they went like head first and you know what, whatever. <laughs> but, but, I okay. He, I agree. There is definitely some stuff here where you're gonna roll your eyes. I think what got me though is that you do get you do get Milo and Grandpa Eddie, the fact that they reconcile in the game the way they did, it's almost like a good version of Spy Kids Game Over. I know no one has probably referenced <laughs> that movie in like 20 years, but 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 if you guys remember in that movie, when Sylvester Stallone costs um, uh, the kids, the grandpa, like their legs because they're on that mission or whatever they're on, they have that reconciliation, which I just thought even at 
13. I went, that's bullshit. <laughs> Here, it, it actually made sense why they would reconcile. And I did appreciate the fact that they had them owning a business together to really kind of build that friendship up. I thought that was a very nice little wrinkle in it. I went, okay, you would have some bitterness about that stage of your life, you know, ending and you not knowing what to what what to do for yourself. I mean, that's that's something I can't even imagine how just, you know, bad of a feeling that is. So I I like the fact they made it personal like that. But again, I will be the first to admit that there is just some stuff that occurs here that when they start switching bodies, it's because of this element that is introduced that I don't think they even really define. Just the water turns like turquoise and they jump in the water at the same time together. And what body swap? It's like, okay, like what was the what like what was the water? Why is it doing this? It it's never explained. So there is a lot of shit like that where you just kinda raise an eyebrow and go, Okay, sure, I guess. I did want to talk about the action, though, because we talked about the one ostrich uh, ostrich race, <laughs> if you will. Dude, I thought that uh, that scene you see in the trailers where it's very it's very Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. Like, let's, let's be clear. It's not original. But I thought the way they had the... I can't think of the actual... Uh, not apes. Uh, not baboons. Like They look like baboons, though. Yeah, they're basically but, baboons. I don't know what the species is called. But they like yeah, they, we, they make sure that Kevin Hart and educates you that they're not baboons. They're bigger. Yeah, and and creepier looking if I'm being if I'm being honest. But they don't all look like Rafiki, you know. <laughs> but, but I, but but I, I actually really like that set piece. That's actually the best I think action set piece they have in the whole movie. Uh, kind of your thoughts on that? I like that one. Yeah, I liked it better than ostriches. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. But, like, I didn't like when they weren't in the jungle. I don't know. I, I was like, I don't like that they're in the desert. I, I just, like, I didn't like it. I kind of didn't mind when they went to the snow. But, like, I don't know. I just feel like Jumanji's supposed to be in the jungle. Like, I know it's, like, a video game. And, like, they're they're commentating on the fact that, like, video games, you always go to, like, some different microclimate to, like, do the next level. But, I don't know. I just like when they're in the jungle. So, I think that was my favorite part with the baboons. No, that's fair. I mean, for me, I was just more irritated. Uh, I didn't love the snow stuff, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I thought the movie kind of kind of came to a crawl. I like that they actually. got new uniforms. Yeah, I did I was like, like that. I was like, that's very video gamey. That like, okay, everybody gets a cool winter costume now. Yeah, that's what happens when you pre-order or you get a season pass. Yeah, you, know? there you, go. <laughs> you get that extra money out of those poor kids. Yeah, which is one reason I am gaming way less than I ever have. If I'm being Why honest. I never buy but, EA games anymore, dude. Oh god, we could do a whole podcast on that. But EA, stop being greedy. Anyways, but uh, one thing I really did like about this movie too, I'm gonna bring up it, and I'm just a huge fan of this actress. I um, and I haven't reviewed it yet, but I did just watch uh, watch uh, the uh, the farewell. I'm a huge fan of Aquafina. I think she's just fucking amazing. Uh, I am a un- unapologetic uh, fan of Crazy Rich Asians. I think that movie's amazing. I thought she was great in Ocean's Eight. Uh, she was in between two ferns in the movie, which I just <laughs> that movie just killed me. It's so dumb, but it's so funny. And uh, just watching the farewell, she's fantastic in that. And I thought having. Danny DeVito change into her. I, I, 
I wonder if people will be offended by it. You, you, you know what I mean? I, like, I, I just kind of liked Aquafina being Danny DeVito more than The Rock was. Really? Can, 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 can you tell me why? I'm just curious. I just, I don't know. I liked Aquafina's impression. I thought it was funnier. I mean, like, The Rock, the rock was fine, but um, I don't know. Uh, Aquafina's was, like, more exaggerated. It was kind of more over the top. I don't know. Just, okay, it I mean. Just, it was just funny. I liked it. Once once she became, like, plus, plus there was comedic elements to, like, just the fact that, like, now Danny DeVito is, like, a small Asian woman instead of, like, a giant imposing man. I, I mean, true. Uh, it, I did love the whole bit about uh, Milo, Grandpa Eddie's hips when they're in the video games. Like, oh man, look how limp I am. Like, my, my joints feel like ghetto. Okay, I think that's, I don't know if that's my Danny Glover or my. I was going to say, that, that sounded a little bit more Milo y. <laughs> yeah, I think I was going, yeah, I was definitely, I think I was going for Milo there, but. Okay, so we have to kind of talk about the end here because, again, we, we've been going off tangent because there's really not a lot of plot to talk well, about. Well, because that's how the movie is. <laughs> I ain't fair. It's and I, as hell. Also, kind of how our podcast is. But we, we. So, Nick Jonas, oh my God, he's so hot. Insert dumb bite here. Uh, he's in this playing C plane again. Yeah. And I swear to God, if I, they were going to kill him too, I was going to be like, fuck Spencer big time if this poor right? dad. Like goes back into the game and dies and can never see his kids again because Spencer was a selfish piece of shit. Luckily, that did not happen, but I was. I was like, Nick Jonas, you better not die, or I'm gonna fucking hate Spencer. Yeah, no, I I agree because I was kind of sitting there going, oh man, this would kind of be the pot the spot to pull the whole sacrifice bit, right? And yeah, kind, and we kind of to an extent, it's not really a sacrifice, but we'll get there right now. So. Here's where the movie, I just went, all right, movie, I've been giving you some rope, and you just went, okay, like, this is not enough rope. We need more, because Milo gets turned to a horse. He becomes a horse avatar in the game, and so <laughs> that uh, that Ming is riding. Honestly, dude, I kept thinking Mulan, <laughs> like, like, whenever she was on the horse, I was like, oh, yeah. Well, I think, oh, I yeah, think Bethany's the horse first, right? Yeah, Beth needs a horse at first, and I feel like we haven't talked about him uh, enough. Dude, Jack Black's greatness when yeah, I love Jack when, Black. When Fridge is when Fridge is Jack Black, he's basically talking like he makes a couple of jokes about white people. Fridge himself actually makes a joke before they go back into the game, going like, "Ah, oh, I gotta stop hanging out with white people," and I was just like, "Same, dude, same." I totally, like, like I I feel that muscle, but. Uh, but when uh, when uh, Bethany becomes uh, Jack Black again, that shit is just oh, it's so good. Like, oh my god, guys, we're back in Jumanji. You know, it's, it's like <laughs> like it, dude. It made me laugh. Like, admittedly, kind of a cheap joke, but still very funny to me. The part I could not forgive is where Milo becomes the horse. Yeah. At the end, so basically, the whole thing with this movie is that they have to get this jewel. And put it near the sun, or or, or, or it's something like that. Or they like that to yeah, speak you, the game's name. Yeah, yeah. grab grab the grab like get the stone, like hold it to the sun and call out Jumanji's name. Yeah, put it in the gauntlet and then go ahead and <laughs> call Jumanji's <laughs> name. But but the, so the way they get to the sun is that they have uh oh my gosh who's 
Who's uh, it's a it's a Doctor Bravestone flying it, right? Or is it some? Uh, oh, actually, uh, I think it's um, Aquafina. Oh, you're right. It is Aquafina. You're right. It's Ming. It's it's Ming. So Ming is on Milo, and Milo just starts running towards the edgeless cliff, and you're like, okay, what the hell is happening? And Milo turns from a horse into a flying horse, just just yeah. just like that. You called it earlier, and though. Like I did because they they said something about the horse or something, and you were yeah. I remember you leaned over to me and you're like, I swear to God, if that horse flies, <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking the same thing, and I just started laughing. I was like, I bet you that fucking horse flies. <laughs> Like, it was such a piece of foreshadowing. I was like, oh, God, don't make the horse fucking fly. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wind. <laughs> so when the horse flew, I just went, okay, movie, I have to ding you for this. Yeah, because I was shaking that, my head. So I was like, God damn oh, it. Yeah, because we, we both were laughing at the concept of this horse flying. Because in our heart of hearts, we've been doing this for a oh, while. For a while, we know the horse is gonna fucking fly. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, just, it was just writing a, was on the wall. Yeah, you know, so it, it that was just absurd. But the the hardest laugh, and I can actually say that the hardest laugh I got this whole movie <laughs> is when Nick Jonas's character, um, the horse is captured at, at a point, and so seaplane goes ahead and basically has to do this uh, this like puzzle to go ahead and get to the horse and which, which i'll be honest dude i kind of thought that scene was actually well done the, the whole kind of puzzle they had like like uh uh a la uh La indiana jones the last crusade like as far as you have to step on this part of the floor to not get hit i actually really like that again yeah, uh, i mean it's i, <laughs> I mean you, pre you prefaced it kind of why the reason why i was just like hey, yeah okay we, we've all seen this before what are we doing yeah no no but it makes sense i was like okay it, it fit it, I, I will admit that it fit this the circumstances but but so seaplane goes ahead and saves a horse, and the first thing he says is, "Oh hey, what's wrong? Uh, what's wrong, girl? Why the long face?" And Colin will tell you, I laughed so fucking loud in that theater. Like, and the thing was is that like, so it wasn't a packed theater by any means, but um, you know there was like scatterings of people throughout the theater, and and a lot of people were enjoying the the comedy of the movie. There was a lot of people laughing throughout the movie, but at that joke. <laughs> why the long face <laughs> everyone was like quiet not and a laugh hunter had the most boisterous <laughs> laugh he had had that entire movie <laughs> which made it even funnier to him so he just kept laughing and Dude, I, I, I was left, like I, left. I had to like slouch down in my seat i was like oh my god hunter can't see movies I, with you. <laughs> dude, I, I honestly laughed for probably 30 seconds straight. No shame in my game. I was I was dying. I was like, ah, Nick Jonas, you didn't know you're a comedian too. You sing and you act. What what can't you do? <laughs> but the hunter version of comedy brilliance. Yep, there you go. But I mean to to wrap up here, is is this a movie that I mean this won't be in my top ten or anything, but I mean this was fun. I uh, I own the uh, the uh, I own the laser Jumanji. I do need to buy the original. Why don't I own that? I should buy that. Anyways, but I had a lot of fun with this. This is something you can take the kids out to see. 
uh, <laughs> you can definitely take the kids this weekend because the theaters will be full for Star Wars. So maybe you do a maybe you do a double feature, you know. But and this did well too. It opened up a, over sixty million dollars. Like, a lot of a lot of the theaters are probably going to be well, a lot of the showings for Star Wars are probably going to be sold out or like you know first couple rows only. And I bet you a lot of people will kind of like um, you know they'll be like overflow into Jumanji. Yeah, so I mean, I I personally think that this movie might. I don't think it'll have the legs that the last one did because the last one it just it just kept hanging in there, making you know like money here, money here, and it. The last one I think people forget almost crossed a billion dollars. Like it was a very successful movie for Sony, which is why they greenlit a sequel so quickly. Yeah, it's surprising but, this is Sony. But, yeah, right. I mean, good I'm, for them. They they don't make a ton of big budget uh, successes anymore. <laughs> Yeah, no, true. I mean, unless unless spiders in the You're title. Right, unless uh, spiders in the title. <laughs> so I mean, but hey, like I said, th- this is one of those movies I do think is going to have legs. I don't think it'll have the legs of the first one, but I'm happy to see it's doing well. I-, I love all the main actors in it, so I'm I'm happy to see them being something that's going to be successful. I. <sighs> I'm torn on this because we paid full price to see this. I would not pay full price. Like you know, what I mean, like this certainly is not, not full... IMAX price. Yeah, this is not a full price movie, but it, I think this is a perfect see this Saturday morning, Sunday morning after church movie. Take the fam, take the kids. Uh, you know, early matinee and enjoy this. So I'm gonna give this a B minus. Okay, that's that's fair. Um... Yeah, the it's it's like a you know it's a decent little wholesome family movie. It's gonna you know kids are kids are gonna enjoy it, um, probably because they're not super into like whatever the plot lines mean or what's going on. Um, you know, it's fun. It's just like a lot of different scenes where you throw some pretty funny successful actors together. Um, you know, Jack Black, um, Dwayne Johnson. And Kevin Hart all playing off each other. And then Karen Gillan um, is always, uh, you know, lovely to see on screen. So, you know, it, all of it's there to, like, be a good sequel. But, like, I did kind of like the first one. I liked all of the personalities that the game characters were, you know, portraying. I liked how the plot was starting out. Um, but the movie just kind of lost me. It, it, you know, the... The, the parts with the two grandpas, like, <laughs> that was, that would have been a better, smaller um, subplot to me. But it, it felt like it became, like, the main plot uh, throughout the whole movie. Um, and it's kind of like the big, you know, ending to the movie. Um, it felt like the subplot between Martha and Spencer was, that was the subplot. Um, and then just the, the, the way it ends with Aquafina talking to a fucking horse before they fly <laughs> off and like end the game is supposed to be like this big emotional moment. And I'm just like, it's Aquafina talking to a CGI horse. Like you, I'm not, <laughs> you're not going to get me like on the way you're ending this movie. I thought it was terrible. I hated it so, so bad that it really, Damn. no, it did, like I hated it. I hated the way this movie ended. It's so stupid. Um, but most of it is, is like, it was fine. It was like a fun movie going experience. So it was a better grade. It got dragged down a lot near the end and kind of the second half. 
So um, I'm going to give it a, a C. You a C? Okay. Wow. We, yeah, we're a little off on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you, I, I knew you were enjoying it more than I was, but I did. Uh, I think you probably brought it up. If I would have saw this by myself, I may it may have fell into the D range. Really? Damn. <laughs> yeah. And I would I would give I probably would have gave the first Jumanji like a B B plus. So okay. somewhere around there like I, I really liked the first Jumanji but yeah don't feel like I'm gonna be watching this one again <laughs> okay I mean I honestly dude if they do if they do a two-pack of it so here's why I gave it a B minus because I think so there is a little post-credit so there's like a mid-credit thing I don't believe there's a post-credit scene but the little they do put a little stinger on there I thought the scene was very interesting I went okay because they clearly set up for a third one which they will make and honestly, man, I'm kind of intrigued as far as how they'll end this inevitable trilogy. So I, I kind of bumped up a little bit for that. But I, yeah, I, I was right there on C plus B minus, like until until the horse joke bumped it to a B. No, I'm kidding. But, but, I would watch but, it again. Like it, it's cool to see The Rock and and Kevin Hart and Jack Black all together and Karen Gillan. Like I it, like if the four of them get together for a third, I'll probably go give it a chance for sure. And I will say too, this is the most Kevin Hart's made me laugh in a while. I, I gotta give him credit where credit's due. Because uh, um, again, normally doesn't make me laugh, but between this and Hobbs and Shaw, he's made me laugh this year. So I love Hobbs good and job, Shaw. Kevin Hart. Yeah, I yeah the best movie. Of I, the year. I, I may uh, get frisky and throw it on my top ten. I don't know yet. Oh yeah, if I, I'm feeling uh, frisky. We'll see. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm definitely probably the I'm most fun like, i had in theaters all year and that'll probably stay the same because we're almost over with the year i'll be honest i enjoyed it i enjoyed the theater experience almost as, as much as i enjoyed in game i'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. like for a completely different well, reason yeah, yeah, obviously like, i can't but, even compare the two but yeah but i mean as far as how much fun we had yeah, and like, just how I, much i wouldn't say endgame was nearly as much fun but like i probably i enjoyed endgame better yeah no i get that but i mean we had so much fun with uh with chris yeah. and just laughing at how absurd <laughs> the movie was so oh my god some I, of the greatest scenes in all of the fast and furious franchise history in that movie yeah I really do need to buy that 4K. I, I don't own that yet. I just I, I just to. need to see The Rock with a chain pulling a helicopter down and attaching it to a car again. Please, please, I just need to see that now. Just 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 all the time. Yeah. Just that on that on loop. That should be a gift. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so but, many. I can't even remember all the amazing scenes. I'm like trying to think of them. It's like there's so many more that were so great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the word. I I will say the CG in Hobbs and Shaw at points was pretty hokey, just like how in this. So the rocks being, I, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> how dare you criticize the best yeah, movie of the year? <laughs> it's a perfect movie. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> but guys, uh, Jumanji, have you seen it? Uh, what do you think of the first one? Do you think this is a big drop down, like uh, Colin clearly does, or you think it's just kind of? A minor step down, like I think it is. Uh, let us know what you thought in the comments below. You can go ahead and like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at nearmanthefirst. Uh, by the way, Scott is still part of The Real Pineapple, but he's got school, so he'll be back uh, for our summer movie season. Uh, he says hello to everyone, including you, Colin. And, Hi, Scott. Uh, I we miss you, buddy. <laughs> and then you can follow you can follow Colin on Twitter the at Real O'Neill. 
and you can go ahead and uh, uh, hit that like, share, and subscribe button. You can go ahead and follow us on, whoo, here we go, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and Stitcher Radio at The Real Pineapple. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll have reviews up this weekend for Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, which, God help me, please be good. Yeah, <laughs> Don't make me... Dude, yeah, because Last Jedi, I... Can we yeah. just if you have can not, we not have any beloved characters milking things that squirt out green goo? Like, just <laughs> for the love of God. What, you want to see... Oh, dude, what if that's like the last Carrie Fisher footage? What if it's just <laughs> they go back to the island that Skywalker was on. Just oh, God, milking that thing again. I think I'd give it a go fuck yourself oh, just on principle 100%. if that's what... Like, so... Hopefully, hopefully it's not that. But we'll have reviews up for uh, Rise of Skywalker, as well as oh god, I can't believe I'm seeing this. Uh, for cats, God help me, I'm not excited. <laughs> I'm really glad you see. didn't get a screener for cats. Yeah, I, oh trust me, if I did, you'd be lucky. <laughs> but I will, I will suffer on that island. I think I'm gonna go see it Thursday night. Yeah. Actually, no, I can't. I've seen Star Wars Thursday yeah. night. Definitely <laughs> using the baby I, excuse on the cats. That's completely <laughs> that's completely fair. You can just listen to the review about how great it is? Yeah. Question mark. But yeah, I'm not excited. And, but, uh, yeah, hopefully Hunter's friend uh, can't go see Star Wars, and then I'll see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'll keep you updated on that. Yeah. But but uh, guys, thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Take care, guys. Bye.